Greetings and welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redoctopus Cephalop Podcast, or should I say, another bonus edition of Retro Redoctopus. Uh, here with me tonight are two of my three fine co-hosts who just happen to have tentacles instead of arms and legs. I like to call them Nintendo. I'm great. You are. I'm, I didn't even ask. I don't even give a shit, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, you know what? In hindsight, I'm glad you're great. Uh, and of course, 8-Bit Alchemy. I am magically delicious. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna take your word on that. Gonna take your word on that. That sounds uh, sounds a little uh, personal, but that's cool. It and is. We this have, is a personal show. You know? It is a personal show. Um, it's going to be an awesome show. I have good feelings about this show. Even though we just uh, wrestled our way through some technical difficulties to get here, uh, it was a little bit of an uphill battle, but we're here now. We're on the plateau and uh, up, up here with us on the plateau are two super cool dudes. Uh, we have Mikhail Sebastian. Sound What's going on, guys? Yeah, you yeah. guys got sound up. Let's try that again. We have Mikhail Sebastian, also known as Mythalica. I am here. Yeah. What's going on, guys? What's going Not on? And much. we have, How you doing? Uh, we hey, have a dude named Hien. How's it going? What's going How's on, guys? Going? <laughs> yeah. And you Coming guys you. are here. You guys are here because you got an awesome project that you're working on, and oh, we man. are dying to talk to you guys about it. Hey, man, let's get let's get to it. Yep, ask away. So, but I, I will I will give a little shout out to one of our listeners, uh, Mr. Santino Mancibo, who was the first one to post the uh, the Indiegogo campaign to our our Facebook group, and uh, he was just like you know, all sorts of fire emojis. And, you know, he was clearly pretty impressed and check this out guys. And, um, yeah, uh, it definitely uh, looks pretty fun. So you guys yeah, we, are working on a, go ahead. We just, yeah, we just kind of, you know, saw, saw this thing when, when Santino posted it and thought that this looked awesome. And so Steve, you know, reached out and, and wanted to get you guys on the show to kind of talk about it. And also just to, you know, hopefully bring some attention to the campaign because, uh, damn it, we want to see this thing happen. Right, hey, man. M yeah. Much love to Santino, man. Much love to my man, Santino. Appreciate yeah, Santino it. is Appreciate a really it. cool dude. Yeah. And uh, he is just a big fan of the classic video game stuff, just like we are. And uh, so this is a game called Serial Killers. Killers. Yeah. Killers. I, or do you pronounce and it Serial Killer Z, Z. like Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> that's, that's what I thought it was at first, too. <laughs> you know, we, it's funny. We, we've heard both, and I personally accept both. So I'm cool. <laughs> I will not cool. kick either out of bed. They I are won't. both yeah. welcome. Yeah. Nice. Not at all. Right. Awesome. <laughs> and, and that sort of makes you, makes you like a little bit more cerebral about it because, you know, that's like what uh, like the David Lynch's of the world get away with. They're like, oh, what does it mean to you? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's, I don't have to think of a reason. Like artistic expression, man. You yep, know, it's yep. all subjective. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, so this project obviously seems like such a uh, you know labor of love and everything. And watching the Indiegogo, um, you know, trailer that you did up, you know, I'm going to be honest. I didn't expect there to be so much lore in your world. Oh, man. I did not expect to be hit with you know the like the mysterious you know dr k and like and like all this stuff that you got going on in there is is way more than i was expecting so like talk to us a little bit about like you know the idea for the project in general but then also how it evolved into you know so much more it seems like yeah and summarize it for us first because some of the listeners may not know what the heck we're talking about so so what is 
serial killers. Yes. Serial killers. You're the lead designer, I think we should say. Yes. Project lead. Yes. Um, I did the the character designs and everything and all the animations. I'm I'm actually working on one right now as we speak. So, you know, got to multitask. But um, yeah, so Serial Killers is basically just a a 2D fighting game, kind of in the vein of some of our favorite uh, retro 2D fighters that just takes, you know, thinly veiled versions of our favorite serial mascots and kind of just answers that age old question. If they fought, who would win? Yeah. And, and and we've talked about, I mean, everyone's had this idea. Like, this isn't right. an idea that is just completely unique to me. And, and we knew that going into it, which is why one of the, the main things that has kind of been running this campaign and running the IP in general is, like, the community effort behind it. It's such a, mm-hmm. like, community heart behind it. Because this is, like, everyone's game. We've all had this idea. In one way, in one way shape, or form, we've had this idea. So Right, you've seen, like, mm-hmm. the, like in the in the trailer, you mentioned, like, it doesn't have to just be a meme, right? Like, yeah. you have, like, all the t-shirts out there where it's like, oh, okay, choose your right. character, and you got all exactly. these mascots and shit, and that's like, no, this is this is the point. Like, here we are. Let's do this. Yes, let's make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's right. actually make this happen. And, yep. and that's what we're doing. Yeah. And some of these some of these character designs are just really, really, really interesting. Uh, yeah. they're, they're a lot less uh, like obvious than I would have thought. Like, for instance, the main character that you're pushing seems to be Terror T, who is obviously Tony the Tiger's analog. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and he is honestly like not that Tony the Tiger. Like looking at oh, this no. guy, I don't mm, really not at all. Straight up, I would not have guessed that he was a parody of Tony the Tiger if he was out of context. If you just showed me this character, he could be he could be in anything by himself. I would never think that. So right, I, I'm, I'm pegging really, this guy to be in like Bloody Roar, like Bloody Roar Seven yeah, or some that. shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But but yeah, like it's definitely it's cool because the I think that's part of what spoke to me so much about this project too is that the art design and everything is top notch. Like all the characters yeah. look mm. great, uh, and they don't feel like just a ripoff of uh, of you know like the initial character. Obviously, you got some that are more on the nose than others. Like Toucan Slam yeah. is maybe a little <laughs> bit more overt. <laughs> <laughs> than someone like you know like Wolverby or or you know Lickum or whatever, but like still yeah. the, the you know the principle's still there and yeah. Uh, yeah I mean they they just look awesome yeah yeah absolutely yeah and that was that was like one of the the main goals actually especially with something when you're dealing with you know a parody or something else you know it has to be as far as you possibly can from the actual you know property you're parodying but it also has to have elements of it that make it unique so. Um, that was actually a really long process. And, and uh, we started the process like back in, in 2015, I want to say. Oh, man. Um, wow. And, and, and the reason why it took so long was because I, as an artist, wanted to make sure that the designs uh, represented themselves in a way that was unique to this game. So mm-hmm. originally, when I first started the designs, they were really on the nose. They were very much so on the nose. Yep. So I was like, nah, that's not. That's not it. It has to be something else. It has to feel like if this, if you didn't know these, these were based on serial mascots, they could be their own entity. Right. Because and, like at um, the end of the day, like once you have people like, you know, who play the game and are a fan of the game, you want them to love the characters in your game as much as they love exactly. the homage. So exactly. like, yeah. So that's, that's huge. I, I got a shout out to uh, Lococa. I think that's like the <laughs> coolest one because it's like you could have just done like the Cocoa Puffs guy, but you made him like in a sane asylum in a straight jacket and he's got these big ass <laughs> talons. Like yep. I, that's cool as hell. That's so awesome. 
Hey man, I, I have to give like props to to Sanji. He really inspired that character. Just all cakes. I'm a big One Piece fan. I don't know if you could see that in the designs. But. Yeah, I, well, I also saw a bunch of your artwork. You know, you've done a bunch of One Piece treatments of like yeah. and Eddie characters and stuff like that. So yeah, like that's oh, man. pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm a big One Piece fan. So, but yeah, like uh, he was actually a, a big favorite when when I first dropped him. He instantly became like a fan favorite. Yeah, love, yeah, he's just. He's just so so a direction you're not expecting, and that's right. That's just sick. Right, but it makes perfect sense because after all, Sonny the Cuckoo Bird is supposed to be cuckoo. He's supposed to be yeah. crazy. He's crazy. He took right. it like in this dark, <laughs> unexpected, dark direction <clears throat> where he's literally insane. One flew over the Coco's nest. <laughs> oh, right. nice, nice. Right, right. Yeah. This this game is built on puns, man. It, it encourages puns. So this is yeah. Great. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, let the puns floweth, floweth. And forth. we did, we did have a, a very good friend of ours, uh, Ian Wallace of Amalgamania, who's also a frequenter of our group and friend of Santino Mancibo. <clears throat> when he was uh, when he was commenting on the, the, I think it was the initial post. He's like, "Well, I'll tell you what." He's like, "Either Sugar Bear's there, or I'm out." And I was like, oh, um, um, actually, Sugar Bear is there. In He's full there. force. Yeah. In full force. <laughs> yep. Uh, man, yeah, that, that one was just like, that one was a, I, I think at the time I had just seen when I designed him, I was thinking of him, I had just watched an episode of um, My Hero where I was really inspired by Shoto. Like, he's my favorite character on that show. Nice. Uh, Tutter, mm. uh, Tutter, and I was just like, Teddy Roki Sugar. Like, yeah, there it is. It's so dumb. It's just gonna work. Yeah, it's just gonna work. And he's got the fire and the ice thing going on. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Originally, he was a Freddy Krueger bear. Oh, okay. He was. He was like. There's actually another another bear mascot that I'm working on him to be the Freddy Krueger bear. But he was he was going to be like the the Smokey the Bear bear that kind of just like went off the range. And kind of got obsessed with fire. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sick of these people yeah, not putting exactly. out forest fires. I'm just gonna start them. Yeah, he just pyro bear. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, so, yeah. Sidebar, real quick. Mikhail just said Smokey the Bear. Oh right, Smokey Bear. We, we just yeah, that's right. Uh, we just did right. we had a, on uh, yep. <laughs> yeah on public service announcements and and stuff like that. That were like characters like that. Um, and it's, it's just one of those weird cases of like the Mandela effect where everybody thinks it's Smokey the bear. Like, like I even says, thought it was Smokey the bear. It's not the bear. No, it's not there's the bear. No it's duh. just, it's Guys, just Smokey bear. Why would you do this? Why would you like, <laughs> it sounds it's dumb. so like, <laughs> stupid, right? Smokey so bear dumb. just sounds like a bear. That's like a scotch. Like he's yeah. aged. He's smoky. Like that's what? not right. He's smoky. the bear, man. So I, I also, I have to like really give you props that you worked four out of the five monster cereal mascots into here, which is pretty awesome. Obviously, Fruity Yummy Mummy is, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say glaring omission because almost nobody knows him, but like, okay, but you got, you got Fruit Brute in there and he's, sure. he's only a little bit better known than Fruity Yummy Mummy. And I love it. So, so let me, let me see if I, if I'm getting all the references here. So his name is Brutal Lee. So clearly he's dressed up like Bruce Lee. Uh -huh. He has the nunchucks. But since he's a werewolf, I feel like you're also referencing my all-time favorite Darkstalker, John Talbain. Am I, am I correct or am I off base? Yes, you are. 
Um, you know what? You know what I say to that? Werewolf say, with nunchucks. I say shabibin. <laughs> I might adopt that word into my vocabulary. Just like mm-hmm. you, I, mean, I mean, you should. You should. I'm, I'm you don't have to pay us royalties. We don't own it, so go for it. Use it. Yeah, I mean, we still. I got. So I gotta. I gotta ask. Okay, the only one that I'm really having a hard time with is V. I had to look this up. This is the only one I didn't know. As it well. looks like the guy from Wiz Orb, and I'm like, that's not a serial. <laughs> this isn't helpful. So I couldn't so, figure it out. <laughs> I did figure it out, but I have never heard of this serial in my life. Yeah, it's 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 a no one. Uh, what what is it? Vitamin King Vitamin? Yeah, that's yeah. who it is. Yeah, and I I and it's it's an old serial, like a whoa a really old serial. Yeah. Oh man, look at this huh. box art. Holy shit, that's wild. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, he's, no, he's love- infinitely cooler than King Vi- King Vitamin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's super awesome. I was like looking at this awesome. whole thing, and I'm like, honestly, V is one of my favorites. Like, just kind of looks wise. Yeah, he's I have no clue who the hell he's supposed to be. Yeah, um, he's just he's just one of those like really kind of like uh, Gandalf. Uh, Dumbledore yeah. type characters. Ooh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I will inject your cereal with vitamins. <laughs> so really, um, really cool. So I definitely I do want to go back and, and kind of talk a little bit about like the world building that you guys have been doing with this project, because, you know, I think not a lot of fighting games spend a lot of time on their their world building but Mortal Kombat comes to mind as far as doing a lot with the story and Street Fighter has been trying more lately and more and more games have been putting, you know, some effort into that. So I, I definitely respect that aspect. So, you know, I guess talk to me a little bit about how, you know, you started to write a, a world around this crazy idea. Um, yeah, well, I, I come from a, a comic book background, so um, I kind of just already naturally have like the narrative based format behind any project that I make. It has to have a story, have a story behind it, a really good story. Um, but I have to give like a lot of credit for Serial Killers to uh, our writer, Lee Williams. He's like, he's he really put a lot of life into the series, like did a lot of research and all the different serial mascots like found out the lore behind these actual serial mascots, which by the way, there is a lot of an absurd amount of lore behind mm-hmm. the actual serial mascots. That's awesome. And so, you know, we were able to just kind of blend that with our own like modern age interpretation of what we wanted to take this story. But uh, yeah, he, 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 you know, working with him, I actually started learning a lot about like uh, writing parody, actually successfully writing parody, and that's an art form. Like it, in it, it, it of itself, is an art form. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. stuff like Venture Brothers, like that show's brilliant, and it's brilliant right. because it takes parody, but it does it in all the right ways. That makes it its own unique thing to the point where you almost forget that it's a parody. It just becomes its own. Right, universe. you just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, and you stop thinking about it. You know, maybe it's what got you through the door was the fact that it was a parody. But now you've stayed, you've stuck around because it's actually good. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's something that I really wanted to make sure that this product had. Like it had that appeal to where it starts off like, oh, okay, this is cool. Serial killers. But I'm telling you guys, where we plan to take this, <laughs> it's kind of absurd. Awesome. But it's, it, it will, yeah, become its own thing for sure. Yeah, yeah no, they're I really like like I said with you know with Terror T, there really are a handful of these guys that are so far from the initial designs that they really could be in anything. They could stand alone. They could do anything. Even something like Lococo, you know, he you know 
he, he does have Sonny the Cuckoo Bird's face, but I don't, again, I'm not sure if I would definitely immediately know that. Or you have the, uh, the Count Chocula guy. What is it? Uh, Chalk Von Kuhl. Chalk Von yeah. Yeah. Kuhl. Very, yeah, like, Chalk Von Kuhl. Very different. Yep. Very different, you know? Um, so I want to hear from Hien because you are the dude who is in charge. So you're the lead animator. So you, are you in charge of making like all the sprites that we're seeing here or like the character sprites or what, what is your role in this game so far? Yes. Um, I am the lead sprite and, you know, lead animator too. So I, I kind of take, uh, I take a uh, control over like how the sprites look, how they're animated, all of that. Of course, you know, I got to run it through Mikau and then if he gives me the okay and then you know I can move forward with with the sprites and everything awesome nice. yeah I mean looking and, at your uh, art station you know you've got a few of the gifts up there and whatnot and I've seen a lot of your your stills and stuff on there too got a, a shout out to your uh, squall Leon Hart is seriously kick-ass that oh, is that is like an awesome still I would love to see that animated but yeah um Definitely, like, the sprite artwork in any game, but especially, uh, you know, stood out uh, seeing what we saw in the trailer for Serial Killers. Yes. So that's, like, a huge draw for us is, like, we love, like, yeah, your style of art we're is, big, like, big right up our alley. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We love, we love this new wave of, uh, you know, new sprite-based games that look like they were made... 25 years ago or whatever it's just it, it, you know i have to say it breaks my heart there are there you know there is that subset of the gamer population that just is not impressed with sprite stuff at all and i'm so in love with them it's just my favorite and whenever i see anybody go like oh gross and it's like to me it's like the most beautiful thing and i I'm, i just i have dabbled in sprite work and it's like i you know i love every single pixel like is hand put there, like you know yep. every every single thing, and I just love what goes into it, and uh, it's just it just infuriates me so much when somebody's like, "Uh, dismissive." Um, it's also it's also funny, like kids, like me. a lot of kids and stuff, like when they're seeing games and stuff, especially kids growing up playing stuff like Fortnite and whatnot. They don't really, they never really grew up with games like this, so they'll just look at it and think it just looks like old or looks Ew, like old, like like bad graphics and it's like right. you know it, it, it calls into question like what's the definition of good graphics how close it looks to real life or just like how much you enjoy it as art right. and you know it's like different mm. definitions for different people but yeah, yeah uh, definitely loving the sprite work here loving yeah. the sprite work and uh, I loved the video you guys put out um, I think it was just last week or maybe I just saw it last week but it was kind of the evolution of Terror T yeah that was yeah. really cool. So you could really see where he started. Now, now, Hien, were you responsible for the sprites like early in that video, or did you come uh, on the project a little bit later, or how did that work? I actually came on the project uh, this year, early this year. So everything that was shown from Mikao's side, I think he had that years prior. And then, like, I, I took a look at it, and <clears throat> I kind of decided to change up the style just a little bit to fit. Um, what we have right now and we went with a bunch of different ideas because I because uh, also the gameplay really uh, changed up how how the character Terry T is really animated because beforehand when I came on the project I read like the uh, gameplay ideas it was closer to Street Fighter rather than like how we're going to go for now a versus series similar to Marvel vs. Capcom or Dragon Ball Fighter so a lot of the animations had to change 
well like some kind of stay the same like the walking animations and some attacks kind of uh remain the same but they had to be changed completely to match the gameplay we're going for gotcha interesting that's cool yeah because you definitely have very different uh animations that are you know asked of your game when it's something that's more of like a you know a slower paced you know methodical fighter like a street fighter or a mm-hmm. mortal Kombat versus like a high anime fighter something like a guilty gear or a blaze blue or like your dragon ball z you know fighters that kind of thing yeah. uh and you, and you know you're thinking about like mid-air attacks and and air combos and whatnot versus just like keeping it grounded or however however you guys are going to end up shaking things out that's cool yeah yeah man he, he didn't really like put a lot of lifeblood into it when he came in and cause he has the, the background in fighting games. So <clears throat> he really was able to like, you know, help us get on the right track about what works stylistically. And, um, you know, and it paired up with our programmer, you know, they can combine those, their talents together and just be like what works stylistically, but also what works mechanically and technically. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great process for sure. So some of those early sprites, uh, Mikhail, were, were you responsible for some of those? Did you do some of those? Yeah, yeah I, I did all the uh, early animation. That's actually what got me to kind of like force myself to teach myself how to animate. Because um, nice. at the time we were, I was going for like a Skullgirls was huge at that time. And I was like, oh, yeah, Skullgirls actually came to mind when I saw this yeah. too. I was, yeah, yep. I was like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be animated. Then I started animating. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Super hard. Uh, uh, Ian, please help me. Help me, Ian, please. <laughs> especially especially honestly with uh with fighting game stuff like 2d fighting games sprite based fighting fighting games like oh my god they're like the biggest most animated things you can animate as a yeah. as a spriter like the character for character sprites like are you kidding me some of those i mean i still go back for me like the, the golden age is basically capcom when it's when they started with children of the atom and then like for the next few games all those marvel games just blow me away so much they're they're my favorites and the the, i don't know some of the animations on some of the characters like storm just like i could watch storm's idle loop forever it's beautiful yeah and like psylocke the way that they would do her her side projections and they worked in all the butterfly stuff and like uh and then later like venom you know with all the symbiote stuff like oh my god like venom's big splash that he does it's it's so impressive you know like oh my god there's just these these are huge characters and and like it's funny too because you can really see when uh you translate it into like something like perler beads you know that's kind of big right now like bead sprite art and i actually dabble in that but i'll only do like small ones because i don't i don't care i'm not spending like weeks of my time on something that might break i don't know i can't do it but like <laughs> other people like i've seen a guy who like did the sentinel from and it's uh, like he's freaking huge he's he lays down next to the sentinel and the sentinel is frigging taller than <laughs> than <laughs> it's like a six foot wow. tall curly beard, it's right? so insane it's just absolutely unbelievable probably like you know i don't know four hundred dollars worth of beads in there too not to mention that just but like, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, these and like, sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me, pearly beads sidebar. 
um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like you know the graphics in a in a fighting game are, are more demanding, and you know it's it's probably mm-hmm. tough to kind of decide, you know, because uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any experience as far as doing like three D animation? Because obviously, like three D fighters are less common these days. I feel like you know in the indie community. Yeah, I mean, I don't personally have uh, any experience in in that or most things, but um, <laughs> I don't have experience in most things. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I know a lot of people were like, a lot of people ask why why we didn't go for a three D style, and and a lot of people voice concerns in very unique ways about how we would, how we would not succeed because of that. But um, no crazy people, you know. Oh, yeah, crazy. You know, yeah. The internet. Uh, internet, but, yeah. But but we knew going into this, like uh when we decided to change the style, we were like, okay, then we're just gonna make this like a love letter to retro yep. fighting games. We're gonna make right this go go all in. Go yep. all in, yeah. And it, yep. and the people who love these games will support this game. Yep. And it's just be that. You know Absolutely. Mean? Yep. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause, like thinking about like some of the art styles that I've seen, you know, you guys mentioned Dragon Ball uh, Fighters, and you know, also like the newer Guilty Gear games. The way that those games handle flirting with two D and three D at the same time, like in in my mind, I feel like that's got to be one of the best looking mainstream fighters that I've seen in you know, yeah. pretty much ever. Sure. It's just the way that they, you know, from one camera perspective, the way that they kind of truncate the animation it feels like you're looking at a, you know, a cartoon that's animated, but then like you do a super move or a finisher or whatever, and the camera swings around and you see the full 3d model. And like that marriage of the two styles is pretty much like my, my ideal perfect scenario, because I, I tend to, I like 2d fighters better than 3d ones anyway, not even just from an art style, but also just from like how they play, you know, I love me some soul caliber, but you know, I also, you know, I would rather, you know, pick up a Marvel versus Capcom two or like a Blaze Blue or something. So you know, I, I, that style is is just sticks out in my brain. Um, but yeah, I mean, this you know, having it be two D sprites like this is is basically the best thing that I can you know, I can ba- I can want from you know independent developers and stuff like that. <clears throat> and uh, you know, seeing the quality of what you guys got going on so far, it's looking really good. It's all he and man. Tell him. Thank you. Yeah, the man. I will say like um, like a lot of people they actually say oh well why don't you just do three D it's easier, right? But at the same time it's like I I worked on a couple games last year and this year, right? And doing this kind of like full time even part time like two uh, D sprite characters can happen if you put time and dedication into it because like. Working on Terror T for this year, I'll pretty much finish up what I have to do within a day or so because I'll be spending like maybe 10 hours straight working on the animations. But like, I guess some people, they're like, oh, well, that's not a lot because he probably works on it every other day. It's like, no, nah, I, I do art full time, people. Like, it, it can right. happen. These characters can be made and present like in a reasonable time. I just think a lot of people don't think that they think like 2D sprites is really hard to do. It's, it's really not. It's, it's just if, if you can make the time to do it and I'm, you know, obviously I'm making the time to do it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, yeah, like for people to say like 3D is so much easier, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, maybe like, you know, you could go from zero to a hundred, like, you know, you could, 
you could go from having nothing to like somewhat resembling like a, a person or a fighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it still requires like a, an enormously different skill set uh, than than 2D sprite work would require. And it's yeah, I mean, it's all just a matter of, you know, perspective and, and what your personal you know affinity is like it doesn't necessarily mean like 3d is easier just because generating assets is a little bit faster like, right it's not going to necessarily look great if you're not like passionate about it or not you know yeah if you're not uh, putting the time in either way it. yeah mm. yeah so, so you know. question for hien i um i've always kind of wondered this especially with fighters and stuff like that now like i said i've dabbled in sprite animations over the years just as a hobby and I always did sort of, you know, smaller, um, you know, just like platformer type sized characters. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered with something as large and complex as a fighter, you know, what are you using for references? Uh, you know, even looking at the loop that you have of Terror T and he's slashing, there's a lot going on there. There, You know, you see the, the back foot is pivoting. And, you know, the front foot, the front leg is lunging and, you know, there's a lot going on. There's so much that's animating his tails flipping, obviously. But like, as far as the, uh, the musculature and, and the anatomy and, and everything, it feels very real. And <clears throat> oftentimes these, these fighters, when done well, they do. So like, what does an animator do? You know, it, it's your job. You've, I don't know how many characters are on the board here. Do we have like 16 characters or something at this point? I don't know. Uh, I think More than that, 20? Yeah, I think it's, we're like, at it's like 22. 22. Yeah, yeah, 22, like, right? So yeah. that's a lot of characters. Do you feel like you are, you know, repeating yourself? Like, oh, I've, I'm, the other characters move their legs like that. Or I've, I've done that, like, ankle pivot 20 times. Or, you know, wh- how are you, uh, how do you go about that? So, process? so my reference, uh, I will say I look at a lot of Street Fighter Third Strike uh, sprites right on i think it's the website called like zywest.com and a lot of uh sprites from the fighters generation because you know i i think that's probably the best looking uh sprite game um in the past what 10 20 years sure okay. king of fighters 13 is great but i think street fighters just third strike is way way more yeah. like way out there Third yeah. Strike, Third Strike is definitely up there. Actually, SVC Chaos was one of the other ones that I I usually go to. Uh, the SNK versus Capcom game. That was the one that, with Firebrand, right? Yeah, it had Firebrand and the and the alien from Metal Slug and stuff. But I thought like some of the animations and some of the way that they do like uh, cloth was just like mind blowing. But yeah, Third Strike for sure is like top notch. Yeah. Um, because when it comes to, like, animating like Terry T, I would look at um, Street Fighter's Third Strike sprites, whether it be, like, Ryu or Alice, and I see how, like, uh, their whole body's moving, their feet are pivoting. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, there are some times where I record myself and reference myself. I'm like, wait, I'm not built like a tiger. I don't have that crazy muscle, you know, like, I don't have an arm that's, like, <laughs> four feet. Kind of wish You're I like, did, you know, oh, I right. like that. I forgot. Right. I'm just a man. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, so, Jen, you got to be eating your frosted flakes. <laughs> what are you doing? You're right. I mean, so when it comes to like Terry T, I would look at like uh, Ryu or Alex um, and see how their bodies move. Like, you know, like you said, the, the feet pivoting when he's slashing forward yep. and see how it all moves. I was like, okay, so that's how they do it. Okay, let me incorporate it in, into how I'm animating as well. Because, you know, and honestly, using references helps so much. 
It's life, right. man. References yeah. are life. They are the yeah. lifeblood of an artist. They are, right. man. Like, don't don't be shy about you know looking to somebody mm-hmm. who's who knows how to do it. Don't necessarily you know you're not copying them. You're just using them as a reference, and you exactly. know there's nothing to be shy about there. So that's awesome. Right. Very yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah, I always, I always wondered. You know, it's like, do you go to, and obviously, I don't know who those artists look back to, if they're just filming their own, you know, their own footage of uh, martial artists that they're able to use, or or how it how it worked for them. But that's interesting. So you're going to, basically, the best of the best of what came before the masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pretty basically cool. looking at them, seeing how they do, it, and then trying to incorporate what they do into what we're doing. I mean, that's what Renaissance painters did. That's why you have movements like exactly. you know, the pre-Raphaelites yeah. and various movements. It's like it's because they they like you know a bunch of bunch of painters were like, "Ooh, I, I really kind of liked these painters. I'm gonna paint like that." Okay, well that becomes known as a movement. All right, cool. So you're like the uh, the third strike. You're a third strikian. <laughs> the third strike yeah. movement. Strike <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta study the greats to be to you know to to, to compete with the greats. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you gotta right. really study your craft in anything that you do. You gotta you gotta dig deep into why it is that the mm-hmm. people that do it the best, why they do it the best. Yep. And why you loved what you loved growing up. And that mm-hmm. that's an intimate process that you gotta do creatively, but it's worth it. It's always worth it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at, you know, this Indiegogo campaign, you, you got, you guys did a really good job with this campaign, just straight up. Thank you. Um, you have a lot of stuff on here. That's, you know, we've all backed lots of stuff. I'm sure everybody on this, on this show tonight has backed a lot of things over the years. Uh, crowdfunding has become pretty big, but you know, sometimes, sometimes the, uh, the campaign is lacking and it, it, it's the cause of why it didn't succeed or whatever you have a lot of stuff you have a lot of like cool backgrounds cool characters screenshots i i really enjoy the uh any any of the videos i've seen that you've produced have been really great i love i also love the freaking serial killers font with the cross spoons mm, and everything yeah, like yeah. the title screen yeah, yeah with like the, the spoon knuckles it's, oh, that's pretty good yep. absolutely awesome uh and i like you know you, you scroll down a bit past the characters and you're going to see some of the gameplay mechanics which is also very important and i'm glad that you included you know what type of a fighting game is it you know like how how many buttons are there how many attacks is it like you know uh low medium and fierce or you know how is it or whatever how many super moves are the characters going to have i love there's this mechanic that you guys added i just want to shout it out it's called break fast (laughs) Which is just yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Guys this with the a, puns. It puns, says yeah, this puns. is a mechanic that is used in tough situations. If you are feeling, uh, feeling the pressure and want your opponent to get off you. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I was just for one second, I thought it said get you off, and I read it wrong, but I read it correctly. <laughs> spend, one bar, <laughs> spend one bar of meter to push them off, and if they really annoy you, spend two bars of meter to push them off and follow up with a full combo. That's pretty cool very fun definitely which is awesome that's like a like kind of like burst attacks that they had in uh in like the blaze blue games which was a feature of those games i appreciated like if you're just being piled on in the corner you know you can whip out that move and just get some space and you can just break fast yeah you just take a break (laughs) (laughs) but you want to do with their combo because they're comboing up your ass you want to break that combo right you want to break that combo fast you want to break it fast yeah fast breaks (laughs) boom you got it (laughs) 
exactly. It's like oh, yeah. they, it's like they thought this through. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> crazy, right? Crazy. Um, so, do you guys do you guys want to move on to uh, to talking about some more general fighters stuff? Is there anything well, else you wanted to highlight about your project or Joe? Yeah, let's let, tell people why you know tell talk talk a little bit about some of the the tiers of uh, of your Indiegogo campaign and why they should why they should give you their hard earned cash for this project. Mikhail, I don't know if you want to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Oh, I got to sell the pitch. Okay. Yeah. Pitch uh, it. <laughs> you're on. Yeah. You're on the spot. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, this is, I know this is, uh, first of all, we've, you know, I think in a uh, podcast I did a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned how, you know, some people mentioned in, in the beginning of the campaign, it's a little bit unconventional to do something like this for a demo. And uh, we completely understand that. That is, you know, true. Many indie games haven't gone this route that we're going, but I think, what we have here, which makes us stand out from many of the ones that came before us, is something that's not only so universal, so universally loved and shared in such a, a hive mind I, collective idea, but I think that the love and the soul behind it, it shows. Like there, there's a lot of passion and a lot of work that went into even what we've done now and what we're, what we're, yeah. already, what we're doing at this moment. It's a lot of work and a lot of love. And so um, I think when when people see that, and I think a lot of people have been able to see that because just from the the the, the growth that we've been able to see from this campaign, um, I think people can see that love that we put into it. And I, I I come from the school of thought as far as creatively doing anything is that if you're not putting enough of yourself in it, people can see that, people can feel mm -hmm. that. Like you have to love what you're doing if you want other people to love it. So every character I designed, sorry, the helicopter going over. Every character I designed in this series was put with so much love. I remember having so much fun, like drawing these characters. And I think that translates. And uh, that's something I, we want to put into every level of this game. So, I mean, I can't convince you to, to put, or convince anyone to put their money. Try. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I can't, I can't really like, you know, like tell you like, oh, this way. But I, but I personally feel and believe that, um, and I think everyone on my team will agree with me that this project is special, and there's something really special about it. And I think if you see that it's special, if if it resonates with you on that level, then I would greatly, and we would all greatly appreciate your support. And that's really all we can ask for. Um, you know, we we are going to make this game. You know, no, no doubt about it. No matter what happens, we're going to make this game. And Serial Killers will be uh, a, a huge game that is played by people all over the world. So, you know, we just want people to be a part of that every step of the way. Nice. Yep. Very cool. Very yeah. heartfelt. Good job, man. Yeah. Good and, job. You convinced. <laughs> you job. did well. I, yeah. I think you can. You convinced. Uh, you convinced some people. I think so. Hey. Yeah. I hope. Mm -hmm. I, oh, I think I hearts, hope so too. hearts and minds were one. I just. <laughs> I, I heard them turning. <laughs> turning over. They were like, I don't know about this serial killers thing. And then after that, they're like, I'm on board. <laughs> me, uh, here's, here's my credit you card. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I get the reference. <laughs> let, let me sell it a little bit more for you guys as well. Um, so just looking at some of the tiers, right, or um, the perks. Uh, so we we have a we have this one uh, perk sold out. Unfortunately, it's called "See You at the Tournament." Right. Seventy-five people claimed it. I think it was day two. Mikau, or was it like day one? 
that is it sold was, out. It was like probably like day two, I think. Yeah, it was day, quick. Day two, really okay. Fast. So um, just to like, I guess to let people know like, because uh, people, they saw 75 NPCs, like, oh man, you guys can't do it. I was like, no. Um, so we have plans for this tournament stage we're going to put in the game. And so instead of me and Mikhail coming up with ideas for like random NPCs to be in the stand cheering on like whoever's fighting, I was like, you know, let's just let's just make it a little bit more inclusive and have people like w they want to put themselves in the game or their own OC or whatever in the game. Like they we want to include our community as much as possible. So if you notice, like a lot of our perks are like you're a part of the game, whether you can help us make a costume for a character or a stage. Or you can be a part of the main story as an NPC. Because, like, either way, Mikhail and I, we're going to have to, like, we were going to originally just come up with some random ideas for NPCs. We're like, you know, again, let's let's include the people so they can feel a part of the story. And I, I think that's something we don't see a lot of uh, other games really do too much, or, like fighting games, mm -hmm. where the community isn't a part of the game too, too much. That's yeah, I've, right. I've not that seen is, that. That is a that is a fantastic that, idea, and clearly it paid off if it sold out right away. My yeah, God, yeah, because like people. I couldn't even click on that tier because it was sold out already, and I was yeah. wondering what that meant. I didn't know if you guys were like we're going to host a tournament or whatever, but the fact that you have a stage that you're going to incorporate seventy five different people's you know character or face or whatever that is awesome. That is such a good idea. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, man. And like even one of the more uh, recent tiers that we put up, uh, one of the more recent perks, I'm sorry, that we put up, the uh, 150 option uh, allows you to be have your character be a part of the animated um, cutscenes that happen in between each character story mode. So um, which I'll be handling myself. You can see like your character be involved in the story of Serial Killers as it progresses in each character story mode. So um we have like a bunch of different ideas of how we're going to implement that. But uh, yeah, our goal is just, is just like put people into this world, like to solidify yourself into the CKZ universe. And like you're there forever. Like you're okay. historically. A okay. So like, let's, let's just like, just as an example, let's say, uh, you know, the show donated $150. Let's just say we did that. And that we said, all right, well, you know, we want the retro Redoctopus to be a character in this, in this world. Mm -hmm. How would that go? Let's say we have this we have this crazy octopus guy. So how would how would that be interjected? Well, it kind of works that we're in a world where uh, it's a huge ass tiger and a, a a bunny with hands for ears. So you know, a, a, a octopus that's you know alive and walking like a person isn't too far off the mark of what we're already doing. But uh, how how it basically work is like. Um, Say like if we're doing like a cutscene for a Terra T and he's having a conversation with a character, they're walking down the hallway and he bumps into the octopus guy and they're about to fight. <laughs> but then, you know, something stops him. He has his attention. He's like, this isn't over. And then they right. walk away. And then maybe later on in the story cutscene, the octopus is there too again. And then they kind of like, you know, have another altercation or whatever and stuff like that to where you can kind of just see your character pop up in moments throughout story mode that you're not really expecting them to pop up in. Mm -hmm. And they're just there. <laughs> so, you know, I can hear the smile in your, on, your, on your face, right? I can hear it. And that makes me think yeah. that maybe <laughs> you really like this idea a lot do, and a you're lot. just going to do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I think definitely. I think it's uh it's too late. It's already ingrained in the in yeah. Just, yeah. 
So what, so what Steve's saying is he's like, all right, cool. We don't have to donate 150 bucks to get this in the game. You're just going to do it. So now we can donate 150 bucks and pick a different character. So now we get uh, two. You guys got me. You got me. Yep. There it is. Um, That's it. So very, very awesome. This um, Indiegogo campaign, we will have a link to it uh, in the show notes. We will also be posting all about it. Uh, in our group, which we already have, I actually made a post today um, about it as well. But we are just uh, basically uh, kind of your bitches at this point. We're just fans, so we're just going <laughs> to post anything you post. We're just going to repost because because why the hell not? Yeah, we, and, we're uh, in this with you, like you said, community. community like, this yeah. is sweet. Yeah. yeah. And so right now, you guys have forty-four percent of your goal, and there are twelve days left. So if um, Retroids, uh, if you are digging what you're hearing tonight and you think the idea of a 2D fighting game with handmade sprites made with love and blood and sweat and, and probably tears, I don't know if, how much you guys cry on the side. Yeah, probably and how many lot. tears are there? Yeah, probably a lot. Lots of milk, lots of milk, cereal, sugar, you know. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Sometimes uh, you get <laughs> turning the cereal milk salty in my tears. <laughs> uh, okay, it, it's getting gross. It's getting gross. Uh, please check out Serial Killers. That's Kill Us, K I L L A Z, 2D fighting game demo build. So, this demo, if, if you are successful in funding this, they will get two characters and early access. Is that how it goes? Or early access was just one of the tiers? No, yep, it's two characters, early access, and actually from the $25 mark, you reserve your copy for the full game when we, you know, get to the full game copy, so yeah. So it's pretty cool, because, like, you know, these guys are not giving up this ghost. It's going to be made at some point, so if you get in on the ground level, you can be playing it this whole time, and then as stuff is released and, you know, different versions are made and stuff like that, you're going to have all access to all that good stuff, and... uh, Boom. Pretty, pretty Feedback. cool. I think it's, uh, I think it's a really worthwhile project, and I, I wish you guys the best of luck. We all definitely wish you guys the best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. No problem. Uh, so, Joe, I know you, you kind of have been a little bit quiet tonight. Did you guys, did you want to ask them anything about this project, or do you want to move on to? Like, oh yeah, uh, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Oh. Okay. If I may make one quick announcement real yes, quick sir. that we didn't touch upon. Uh, Mikhail, you already know God. the announcement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, last, last announcement that we announced today, uh, I think it was around noon, but we had a meeting this morning, talked to our programmer, and yes, rollback netcode is a go for this game. Oh, sweet. So oh, wow. Yes. Robust yeah, online multiplayer. Yes. Nice. nice. That's awesome. So we are working still behind the scenes. We, you know, came out today. So yeah, go ahead and announce we can do rollback. I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So rollback is coming for the full game. Wow. Awesome. Go, guys. awesome. Congrats, guys. That's, awesome. that's amazing. You may lower your pitchforks. You <laughs> <laughs> have obliged. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. God damn it! You, you can lower. You may lower your spoons now. Is this what you want? <laughs> Sweet. I wish we could announce it sooner, but we had to. Uh, you know, team had to look into it. You know, to make sure that we understood it, because you know everyone just hears rollback. But it's like you gotta let our coders give them a second to really look into it more. So. Yeah, yeah. it's one thing to just like demand it or request it, and it's another thing to implement it. So, yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Very cool, guys. Nice. That's awesome. 
Um, also, one last so, thing before we move to the next oh, section. Can one last le- or one. will... This is not an announcement, so it doesn't count. Uh, can, will we be able to play as training oats at any point? I, I want to be him. It... I mean, it's, it, sounds like, uh, it sounds like that may have to be the case at some point, for sure. I don't think we've, we've actually really discussed him being anything past the punching bag. but uh, It's like, it's like mean, playing as the giant tofu block in Tekken or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have like a silly story that I, for, I keep forgetting to mention like in our team meetings. But uh, Training Oates, before he became you know serial, uh, beforehand he was kind of like the best fighter in this world. But... Fortunately, he got transformed into training, so now he's just a punching bag. So, <laughs> yeah. oh man, he has a redemption arc coming. Like he's gonna get was is is uh is his first name Holland? <laughs> Holland training oats. <laughs> no, just <laughs> never mind. <clears throat> Holland oats. Yeah, I, I, I got well, okay, it. I got I mean, it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it, man. It, had it, to took, explain it, it, it took a second. Yeah, it took a second yeah. to register, but I got it, man. Good, 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 good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. So, um, you guys are obviously fans of this kind of thing. Um, so let's talk about just 2D fighters in general. What you know? What games did you guys play uh, when you were younger as just a fan? Like, I like this kind of a thing. You know, I already mentioned um, all the Marvel, the Capcom games where I was a huge fan, especially Marvel superheroes, honestly, like uh, Children of the Atom, Marvel superheroes. And then when it turned into Marvel versus Capcom, I was just in love with all of those. I played way too much of those. Um, what about you guys? Uh, Hien, what about you, man? All right. Um, well, I grew up in the arcades. Unfortunately, they're no longer around. So rest in peace to the arcades out here in the States. Pouring out for the arcades, Retroids. Yeah. Um, so I grew up playing Street Fighter 2, at least at home console. But in the arcades, funny enough, there wasn't Street Fighter. Instead, we got in from the earliest years that I remember, there was a lot of rival schools, Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat, yeah. and I think yeah. Tekken. So this arcade that I grew up in, uh, in Colorado, um, the mall they didn't have street fighter at all so the only way for me to get access to street fighter was like a home console my parents bought or whatever my my family members would bring over huh yeah wow. it was, it was that, weird that's really weird that they don't that they wouldn't have a uh arcade version of street fighter it's such a popular game it was so everywhere yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah. So uh, again, it was just rival schools, Mortal Kombat, and I I think Tekken, but a lot of three D uh, arcade machines was fight for fighting games was was out there in in that mall. Yeah, right. yeah that that's like kind of that was probably like what mid nineties at that point. I would think so. Yeah, yeah, about mid nineties or something like that. Because I feel like I I don't know when did Mortal Kombat one come out? Um, that early early nineties. I want to say like ninety two, maybe. Um, I'll look it up. Let's see, uh, yeah, because I mean, oh my god, that that was just—I mean, that was such a thing. But, um, and I did play a hell of a lot of Mortal Kombat, obviously, like mm-hmm. everybody in the arcades too. Um, but yeah, there, there's, oh, man, there's just a lot of fighting games. Yeah. A lot of, were you guys, I, I was, I was right. It, it was 92? 92. Yeah. Well, well done, Nintendo. Well done. Golf, yeah, clap. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Golf claps all around. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, were you guys into like the SNK stuff? 
Samurai Showdowns. Oh, oh yeah. Stuff? Yeah, so w- there's another arcade that I went to, like, when I was growing up. A little, when I got a little bit older, it was a small arcade, and they actually had only SNK games. King of Fighters, Samurai Showdown, and just other games just from them. So I honestly grew up with pretty much every fighting game out there. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you also mentioned um, Third Strike. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was the. I, I think they that, that used the like the Capcom three chip, which is why the the frame rate was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, the CS three, I think. The right? C- okay. C- yeah. or CP CP system Some, three, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So another game that used that was Red Earth. Did mm-hmm. you guys ever play that? It's like the the weirdest, like most underappreciated Capcom fighter. Period. For sure. I, I wow. know of it, but when I when I saw it, I was kind of on like this whole, you know what, nothing can beat Street Fighter 3 at this point. So I'm just only playing Street Fighter 3. That was kind of me. So I didn't touch any other CPS3 game except Street Fighter. Mikhail, did you ever, time, uh, are you familiar like with this game? Right. No, I've never heard of it. Red Earth? Red Earth, you need to Red look Earth. up, sir, because Red the main Earth. character is a is a half-human lion. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. looking at it now. That's awesome. Like, Leo <laughs> needs to fight Terror T, like, so bad. <laughs> that is awesome. I, this I game is nuts. Art style. The art style is insane, and it is the weirdest fighter. You can only choose between, like, three different characters, I believe. Or four. There's four. But yeah. it's basically like a story mode, and that's all there is. So you, you sort of just play through. You pick whatever character, but the story's a little bit different depending on who you play, and the dialogue is, is different. There's more dialogue. So, you know, a, a character will come in, and they'll talk, and it'll, like, actually have a few sentences, like, a, of exchange back and forth before the fighting starts, and then at, afterwards... And then, like, it feels just more cinematic. I don't know. It's just... it's And, a it, weird and it, had, it had role-playing game elements. Like, you would gain, like, levels. You would, like, your characters would earn equipment and stuff as they went. But it was, you know, still fairly linear. It, it was definitely trying for something that, like, no other fighting game really had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, it actually... Some of the best sprites, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I don't, know, I don't know if either of you guys ever played uh, Pocket Fighter on the original PlayStation. Like, the super deformed... Like yep, I have. <laughs> so, so that game had Tessa, and oh, yeah, I remember when I when I used to play that game, I was like, "Well, I know all these characters, but I don't know who Tessa is." And I, you know, eventually was able to look it up and found out she was from Red Axe. That's how I even learned about the game in the first place. But yeah, I used to love Pocket Fighter like back in the day, and uh, yeah, Red Earth is is just kind of like the weird stepchild that Capcom just put out there, and I don't know, it didn't really gain much traction. Well, that's right, and there's uh, one of the boss characters because you because you do not get to play as any of the other characters, any of the uh, the bosses that you fight in, and you also don't fight any of the good guys along the way. But there's this character called Hauser, H A U Z E R. Look this guy up. He looks like a T Rex, but kind of with dragon elements. Like they gave him horns, and kind of like I know a you're talking about yep. back fin or something. And he actually showed up in a game uh, called what is it? Um, I just had it here. He is in Capcom Fighting Jam. Uh, and apparently he's also referenced in Ryu's ending in Pocket Fighter as well. Pocket oh, Fighter is a good time, man. Don't yeah. let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good times. Really, I mean, just like to see the 
just the artistry of the sprites like that is another one that character they Hauser, still look great they yeah. really still hold i mean up. apex it's mm-hmm. apex it's fucking like yeah. untouchable just absolutely insane yeah just like the sentinel like how the fuck did they animate that like what probably had a lot of people the size of the screen for god's sakes yeah <laughs> that's another thing about sprites is like they they age well yeah unlike polygons yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like today's polygons will probably age okay but like early polygons yeah so much yep virtual fighter doesn't look that good today oh man those lovable low polys (laughs) classic though still classic they blocky. They blocky in all the right ways. <laughs> so I just Mikhail, like corners, all right? It's not a creepy thing. It's just I have a corner I just, cake. I just like it. I got a corner cake. That's it. Right. So, Mikhail, tell us about your uh, your early fighting game days. Oh, man. I was I was all into the Dragon Ball Z games, bro. It was all Budokai for me, any Naruto games. I was a big anime geek. So, it was, it was all anime fighting games. I hear you saying the word was, but I think that that might be the... Uh... Hey man, look, don't look. Just you know, just let me live my life, okay? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me live my life. And it's okay to I, still be an anime geek, I, is my point. It's just like, uh, yeah, definitely. But uh, I actually, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because like the the older I get and the more that I like actually get involved in trying to make this stuff, is I become more selective and a little bit more picky, which I think right. is natural when you're like you know making it or whatever. So I don't watch as much anime as I used to. I'm definitely yeah. much more selective. One because I don't just I don't really have as much time as I did. Yeah. Um, uh, same with video games and stuff. But you know, I try to get a good two or three games, literally two or three games. Um, you know, every other couple of months, just to try to stay afloat of what's you know happening and what's cool and all the the cool like stuff. And I, but I'm a big story mm-hmm. guy. Like I love playing games for story. Like that's always been. Yeah. My, like I'm a, I'm the kind of guy who who buy a Call of Duty game, play the story mode, and then won't touch it again. And then peace out. <laughs> yeah, then I'm straight. I just want to play the story mode, and I'm good. Actually, that's at- really funny. I'm the same exact way. Oh, same nice. Way. Good. <laughs> good, you better be. Yeah. You have to be. No, I mean, I've been, For us I've to been be playing. podcast friends, we, we must be the same. <laughs> point, I mean, I, I also don't have a ton of time for video games anymore. And at this point, I've just relegated myself to the fate of, like, I'm probably going to just be playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for the rest of my life. But, like... I've been playing it for so long, but the, I take breaks where I will do indie games. Like I love the little sprite-based games along the mm. way, and uh, like most recently, I replayed through Blaster Master Zero, which is just so freaking fun. And uh, and I love I, I just have such a freaking appreciation for these these indie sprite-based games. So I don't know. I <clears throat> I almost like it when they're short, you know. But something like a fighting game is so perfect because you can just kind of pick it up and. You know, just play a little exactly. bit for a little while and mm-hmm. just, you know, do something else. Yep. Never yep. overstays its welcome longer than you want it. Just for sure. play, it, play however much you, you're feeling it. Although um, I did, you know, I love, I love in games. Actually, this, this sort of, I, I had this question. I'm glad I didn't forget it completely. Um, are there any, like, unlockables planned for this? Because that is something I really appreciate in a, in a game. Even if it's just, like, in the world of a 2D sprite-based fighter, something like palette swaps. Even palette mm. swaps are better than nothing. At least, you know, you're getting... Like, I remember uh, the shop in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Dose, 
where like you would actually oh, have to yeah. buy all six mm. different pallets so, of oh, I remember. One of the yeah. best in-game shops buying all that shit. I love that. Oh yeah. So do you guys have anything planned as as far as that goes? Anything at all? Um to be honest, uh no, because in recent time, as you can tell, a lot of people just, just they just want to pick up a fighting game, everything online, yeah. and just go straight online to beat the shit out of right, somebody Right, they don't want to unlock anything. They just mm-hmm. want to get straight to competitive. Yeah, Some people do, but if you look at a uh, majority of people, they just want to hop online and just play. They don't want to take the time to, let me, let me beat every character in arcade mode with the super and then get a perfect on the boss to unlock the secret boss to unlock the secret character oh man i want to do that (laughs) (laughs) right i 100 percent want to do that i love that i loved how in tekken 2 every single character unlocked a different character even though they were kind of just they played exactly like whatever character you were like mirror characters (laughs) yeah yeah right right (laughs) yeah yeah, that that makes sense yeah, and it's it's kind of it's it's like trying to balance out um, fun, creative ways to make the game refreshing, but also nostalgic, if that makes sense. But then also being like, we live in twenty twenty and approachable people and people, are, yeah, you know, yeah, and patient, and so it's like trying to have the balance for both of those. But yeah, yeah. I uh, I haven't you know now I'm just back to the characters. I haven't given a shout out to Frankenslime, but. I really like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the the voice actors that we've heard for him have been like incredible, like so good. I assume and you you are re- referencing myself in that group because I did technically. Oh, oh, oh you submitted one for that. Oh, nice. I mean, you know, I'm referencing. I've, I've heard all of them. Like, oh, yeah, I've heard all. Of them. I'm just gonna by, by referencing names. the umbrella. You are included. <laughs> I'm just you gonna say included. thank you. Cool. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, they were they were really good. Like uh we got like like freaking eight hundred submissions. Wow. By the time oh, was it eight hundred? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was oh, seven. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's eight hundred and twenty-five, I, I believe the last time I <laughs> Oh my god. That's insane. insane. Yeah, wow. So, wow. Wow, yeah, wow, it's, wow. It's pretty insane. Listening wow. to the voices was it's so good it's so hard to pick because one sounds good, and then you hire another one. It's like, oh man, this one sounds even better. And then you hear one that sounds similar to it. It's just, it's so hard to kind of pick and choose who's going to right, like to, to make a list out of that many yeah. people. Like it's mm-hmm. got to be hard. So I have a I have a list on my um uh on my phone on the notes um where it's just like uh I have each character laid out, and then um. Like we would just put the names of the voice actors that kind of play that character best, mm-hmm. and we'll just like have them next to each other. So it'd be like this guy, this guy, this person, this girl. You know, they all play this character well, and then we just kind of, as we go on through the process, we'll go, we'll eliminate one and go, okay, this one sounds better here. This one sounds, better. or we'll move them around. So it's, yeah, it's we're trying to keep it as organized as possible, and I think we've been doing a pretty good job of doing that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, that's an insane amount of submissions. Yeah. My I never would have guessed 820. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Wow. That's great. I mean, look at all that interest, yeah. man. Hey, yeah. hey, man, it's it's overwhelming. It's it's insane. Like we I never expected that. I remember like after we made the voice actor announcement, like our Twitter shot up like in like a week by like 2,000 followers and it's still going up. 
Like wow. the, you, you announce voice that voice acting, and they swarm, man. Like they are right. Voice actors are a, a hungry bunch. <laughs> I man, yes. a legion. I respected that. I respect the hustle. Absolutely, like, they should it showed be. up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it showed up for sure. Nice. That is really cool. Yep. Um. Yeah. Any other shout outs for classic fighters that we haven't mentioned? I, Tim, you mentioned Blaze Blue just kind of briefly. I had never, never gotten to really play that much. I don't think I've played it at all. In fact. Yeah, BlizzBlue was cool. I mean, you know, I grew I grew up like playing a variety of fighting games like Marvel versus Capcom and stuff like that. But I remember back in the day renting the original Guilty Gear on the PlayStation and just like falling in love with that game and the style and like the music and everything about it. And uh, and you know, I think that kind of just like planted a seed that I, I just always was keeping up with those games over you know the next bunch of years. And now you know you got all kinds of options out there, like you know. Arc Systems Works coming out with, uh, you know, they did Grand Blue Fantasy, which just came out, which is actually probably the closest RPG fighter to Red Earth I've seen in a, in ever, probably, because yeah, you have, like, great. you know, equipment and level ups and stuff. I love I love what I've played of Grand Blue. Um, and, you know, like, uh, the, the new, you know, Guilty Gear, like, you know, starting with Exard, and then they did Revelator and Revelator 2 and stuff like, like that whole, you know, sequence of Guilty Gear games were just phenomenal. And, you know, now you got, you know, the next Guilty Gear game on the horizon coming up, which is definitely looking pretty awesome, Strive. So we'll see, you know, there's plenty of, plenty of good stuff out there. You know, probably not going to be as good as Serial Killers, but, you know, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> hey! It's going to be pretty dope. Pretty dope. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I actually, you know, that made me think, uh, I guess probably my, one of my last questions, I guess, for you guys is, uh, have you guys thought about music or like what you want your sound direction to be like for this game? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We've actually been working with uh, a sound artist. I'm actually talking to him uh, tomorrow about uh, some more tracks that we're going to get worked on. But um, yeah, we... We want to have like, so we have like two different versions of it. We have like the, um, like an OST, which is like a, just like a cinematic soundtrack that's more towards the story. Yep. And then we have like the in-game soundtrack, which is going to have like the retro, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom, old school fighting game vibes. Nice. Yeah, so yeah like, cause um, the original yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom awesome soundtrack yeah you know none of it's real instruments that's all like you know midi or digital or whatever but it sounds so cool yep awesome yeah because i wasn't i wasn't sure uh you know genre wise you know if this was gonna you know tilt more like hip-hop or if it was gonna be you know because like looking at the serial killers logo you know you kind of almost have like that street tag look to it and you know I'm, i'm i'm getting like vibes of uh uh what was that fighting game with the baseball did you guys play that? Where you Lethal like Smack- League? Lethal yep. League, yeah. I play that too. <laughs> I love, I love Lethal League. So Lethal League like came to mind, and you know it's like Jet Set Radio Future meets fighting games, and that style really worked. So yeah, I didn't know if you guys had like a you know each character is going to have their own kind of genre of style yeah. or, or 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 how you're going to go at it. Yeah, that's definitely been the goal. Like to ha- let them have kind of like their own unique sound. I've always nice. appreciated that in fighting games. Right, like you know yeah. having having uh mclucky have like an irishy kind of you know song yeah. in the background and yeah i think that'll be kick-ass <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah. you definitely worked a lot of nationalities into the into these characters you know with the backstories and stuff like uh i was reading some of the stuff that you had actually with the when i was doing the voice stuff because you have so much information on the characters in that voice guide and like what accents you're looking for and what countries they're yeah. from and all this stuff it's a very international cast 
that you've created of these characters. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, we think of them all as just American, right? Because that's exactly no, because all of the analog characters that you're you're parodying or just they had American accents. Obviously, not Lucky the Leprechaun, but um, everybody else pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool that you did that, though. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think I, I, Dan I, Slam is like Brazilian or, or something. I yeah. Think. <laughs> and uh, Count Chocula is, or I, I can't say his name, Chuck Von Kuhl. There you Chuck, go. Chuck Von Kuhl. He's, uh, what was he, Spanish? I think he was Spanish. He, he's like a, like a Caribbean. Um, oh, yeah, empire. right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted, like, I, I, like, sometimes I like to, when, after I design a character, you can kind of, just from looking at them, you can kind of hear what they sound like. And it's just like, oh yeah, you got to sound like this. You look like right, character. right. The you voice like just this. comes to you as yeah. the design finishes. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Awesome stuff. All right, guys. Well, um, I think we we've done it. This has been a it's been really fun hanging out with you guys. I hope you guys had a good time. Um, Definitely, man. Even though we, I didn't even Great see time. the whole the whole intro thing where we uh, we slammed the door and uh, locked you guys in the brig tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I hope it wasn't too disgusting down there. You know, we we uh, we clean it once or once or twice a year, so it's uh, it can get kind of gross. But um, you know, we don't like to treat our guests too good. I mean, you know, uh. right, <laughs> we got to keep up our image. <laughs> our, yeah, we're, we're, rough, we're yeah, tough. Street, you know, people street think image. that octopuses are all squishy, and uh, they are. But uh, yeah. you know, anyway. <laughs> If you guys have any uh, final pitches or final things you would like to promote that are maybe, even if they're non-serial killers related, please take that opportunity right now. Mikhail? Yeah, um, guys, if you uh, like the product, if you believe in the product, and if you want to see this become an actual thing, uh, please donate. Every little penny counts, and we appreciate it equally. And uh, yeah, thanks for the support so far. Awesome. Yen? Um, yeah, again, just follow uh, Serial Killers on Instagram, yeah, Twitter, that. and that way you can uh, <laughs> you know, catch up on some updates for the game, uh, you know, check out what's going on. And uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's pretty much it. Just, just follow the game, really. Follow, follow it. it. Donate yeah, to the Indiegogo. It. Yeah. Get on the ground level. And uh, and you'll be playing serial killers for uh, for a while because hey. uh, you know hey this is this is a journey right yep. exactly very cool exactly well nice. we love that you guys are getting this done and we're definitely uh, fans of it now already and we're going to be fans when it comes out and very psyched for you guys and that's a uh, pretty cool pretty cool news you dropped on us tonight yeah that oh, yeah. is important yes. I mean yep. shit fighting games live and die by that so yeah <laughs> rollback basically predicting the future yeah with yeah. robots yeah. machine learning all that crazy shit yeah exactly mm-hmm. all right well uh with that i think we'll uh we'll unlock the door to the brig let you guys out get go go get some fresh air and uh and climb down <laughs> Have a bowl of cereal oh we've been up on all night after our very steep climb through the the technical landscape of bullshit that that has you know, I mean, uh, you know, like I was saying this earlier, but like, you know, we're already dealing with enough. We 2020 has been enough. Like, come on, internet. Like, yeah, right. Got to pile yeah, it on no. to. Yeah, yeah. I need my internet to work. I mean, like, right. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. This is all we have. 
Okay. This is, right. This is life now. <laughs> and it was life before, but this is all we have now. You have nothing. <laughs> Without this, I do have nothing. I'm already on the floor. I'm in the fetal position. I've already been kicked unmerciful. Like, what yeah. more do you want from me? Like, have you used your cell phone without internet? It's just a block of stupid. There's no point to it. Right. It's what am I going to do? Look through my pictures? Yeah. What the hell is that? What am I going to do? Call my loved ones? I was going to say, say make an actual phone call with my cell phone. Like, that's so far from my brain, I didn't even think of it. Yeah, like a glowing rectangle. You're useless. Useless <laughs> piece of shit. Without the internet, my phone is a brick. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll see you guys later, and uh, wish you the best. Uh, before we go, Mikhail, Hien, can we get a nice uh, nice shabiban out of you guys? Oh, man, how's, how's it pronounced? Shabib? You gotta go. Well, you gotta like pelvic thrust on the, yeah, like, on the second. Shabibin! Like the second. Oh, Shabibin, yeah. okay. Shabibin. Alright, so Shabibin. let's go. Let's Shabibin. go. Three, two, one. Shabibin! Shabibin! Shabibin. <laughs> <laughs> Shabibin. Alright, nice. right. All right, the door's open. You guys better run while you can. Quickly! <laughs> all right thanks guys. guys take it easy no have a good one guys See and later. thanks Get to all the red toys for listening to this episode of the brig if you enjoyed it and we hope you check out serial killers and follow all the peeps that we talked to tonight we'll catch all you red toys later maybe a breakfast you know juice toasted milk and some punching peace